Welcome back to Real Talk for an Unreal World. Super excited to have my second guest on the podcast. Her name is Ada Andromeda. She's from Sweden, but she's living in Denmark, and she has this unique ability to use her voice as a tool of healing. So she offers what is called a sound healing journey. This is something that I experienced in my life because I had to try it to see what it really could do for a human. And the results were something that I could have never expected because my life changed after I went on the crystal sound healing journey with her, which crystal sound healing journeys are not a part of the conventional wellness or the conventional ways of doing and treating inner work, trauma work, work where we need to go within ourselves and unlock traumatic experiences from the past. Now, that doesn't necessarily have to be as frightful as it sounds because it's actually quite beautiful once you are guided along this journey to go within because the beautiful aspect of it is is that you are the one who does the work so you appreciate it and it integrates with your being in the present moment undoing the past to live in the present moment is what i believe life is all about it allows us to see what happened for us as an asset in this life to move us forward and really feel and see why we are here. Ada offers a wonderful and unique ability to this thing called life and she shares about how trauma can be such a beautiful aspect of your life. It's a very interesting conversation. I was very grateful to have her on the show and I really hope you can learn something today and apply it into your life. Much love for being here and much love for coming on the journey. Uh, Welcome back to Real Talk for an Unreal World podcast. My guest today, her name is Ada Andromeda, and she is from Denmark. Yeah? Well, she's from Switzerland, but she lives in Denmark. I live in Denmark. (laughs) Right. And she is a sound healer. Uh, Ada and I met through mutual distribution of information in our own way on social media a couple of years ago, and we never really connected again until about uh, about a couple months ago. So once we connected again, we were able to align the information that we were both trying to distribute, which is, you know, the the evolution of humans into love. And sound healing is an absolutely beautiful part of life and something that I have just come to appreciate on a whole new level because the conventional methods of, of medicine or healing are antiquated, I guess I would say, whereas these methods, these esoteric methods or these internal knowing methods of healing that just is part of like an understanding of something more, tap into a human consciousness, tap into the soul and they alleviate the soul like trauma, you know, you, but you do that with yourself. So I've done the crystal sound healing journey with Ada and it, it changed my life. It was so beautiful. But before we get there, Uh, I'd just like to say most people that are on this spiritual journey or that have an ability to remember something more than fear 
and are to able to tap into love, they still don't have it all figured out either. And mm -hmm. Ada is human, just as I am human. And we all are still trying to evolve on this journey through life. And yes. I know that Ada has had a lot going on in her life as well. And I think it's important to start with that so people understand we're human. Exactly. I so agree with that. That's just such a nice way to start from because this is so much, I think, what's going on in the world right now in so many ways going into this new energies when so much is changing in our society. So it's also because it's changing inside of us so much. And I think in the spiritual communities also, we are so used to putting people on a pedestal who share a lot of information, but we are all here to do this inner work. And I think that for me, um, the biggest gift of having these gifts that I have to share with my voice, my intuition, um, channeling, guiding, whatever, it's even though it's for others, it's actually it's actually even more so to myself. <laughs> so it's like I am evolving by sharing who I am or living with my gifts. And and uh, we are here to share it with others. So we inspire others and we all get something from each other. But it's also about ourselves evolving. And that's why it gives me inspiration, because if I wouldn't evolve with this, um, I mean, we are not here to save others. So our service to this planet is us evolving ourselves and then sharing that. That's so beautiful. And I agree. I mean, I often say inside of my videos that I don't do this for anyone else. I mean, obviously, I love when other people connect with the information that I'm releasing out of me and the emotions and the passion and the mm -hmm. inspiration that I, I carry surrounding an evolution into love within my practice. And then if I'm able to share what I'm practicing with others and it involves others, like that's the beauty of it. We mm -hmm. both come into this with no expectations. It mm -hmm. just, we just allow, we allow it to evolve and we allow it to become so beautiful. And I like what you said about spiritual communities having this pedestal because I agree with you and I feel like yeah, I'm going to say, say for what it is, it's ego, right? I mean, yeah. sure. When you remember things, that other people aren't remembering because they're limited due to fear or due to an inability to make a relationship with ego. It is not for you to be higher than that individual. We are mm -hmm. all equal. So mm -hmm. we've got to put ourselves in communities that are seeing each other as equal. So I really appreciate you for saying that. Yeah. And I just want to, before we continue talking, I want to just uh, share my gratitude to you, Justin, for having this these talks because it's just i can really see you're so authentic and you're just you and you show up by being you you know like you said with no expectation and you really lift up others and that i can see that that's your intention of why you have this also and so that's really beautiful and i, I just want to say that i appreciate that <laughs> thank yeah. you so much and I, honestly that's but that's the same with you like that's the beauty of connection like for anyone yeah. listening to this like we found each other just being mm. vulnerable, just being who we were. And then, you know, our, our stuff crossed paths and it aligned. And we found each other in the right time when both of us had questions. And then we, I think we've only talked like three or four times, but it was the moments that we needed to, we needed each other. We don't even know each other really, but we know each other enough to know that we're both on the same path. Mm. And a lot of people get stuck within 
certain communities that aren't good for them, but they feel mm -hmm. like it's all they know. And it's mm -hmm. important to like know that you have the ability to break free from those communities and seek other individuals that can help you see life a different way. And also connecting, yeah. on a, this is connecting on a soul level, soul level, because um, like, yeah, some of the people we connect to because of some familiarity from how we grew up, maybe it's because of trauma or whatever. Mm -hmm. But some of us, we connect maybe on a little bit deeper level and because it's some certain kind of a remembrance, maybe we, it feels like I have met you before, even though it was the first time I met you, but I felt like I have known you my whole life. <laughs> so it's like a old friendship, uh, old, uh, you know, um, sibling-hood, how do you say? <laughs> it's so true though. It's absolutely true. When I hear her voice, it's like immediately I remember her from another time. And, you know, it's, it's really nice. You know, when you, when you feel like, you know, you, maybe you don't come from this planet or maybe you don't belong. And I know many of you that I do, I just spoke those words. You're hitting on that. You know, you don't feel like you're from here. So when a sound or, or someone comes into your life, that's like reminds you of another place or another time or, or something else, it's like a reminder of home, hmm. you know, and it's, it's really beautiful. I'll never forget. My wife told me that. I was making her laugh in the beginning of our relationship and I'll never, she's from Mexico and I'm from Canada, uh, but none of that actually matters. We, we found each other and she told me one day, she's like, you know, you remind me of home. And I was like, that's probably one of the nicest things someone said to me, you know, and it, yes. it's just, it's, it's really important to seek that, you mm -hmm. know, seek that kind of community. And we often just get limited within, you know, towns or, jobs or communities and, and that becomes our boundary that limits us from seeking more but these social media tools are powerful in what they can do to connect yeah and i think this is also going along with that uh, you know really seeing ourselves we start to see others really knowing ourselves and trusting our abilities just trusting ourselves with this, you know, presence of being who we are and allowing that and trusting that more than anything else. Um, then we start to recognize ourselves in others more, you know, like our true essence of who we are in others. And um, that's also about when we talked about the spiritual communities, putting people up on a pedestal, I think, um, when we trust our abilities, it's like our presence showing up exactly as who we are. Um, the only way to know that and trust those abilities, which is actually your soul, to live from a soul level, is so much about trusting the intuition, trusting the feeling that arises from inside the body. Because all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, everything is energy in the body. So it's the soul speaking through our body. And this is something we lived with in ancient civilizations, like in Atlantis, um, they were more advanced civilizations because we knew we are here existing through energy, through vibration, you know, through presence and trusting that more than words or more than what appears on the surface level. So now we are going again to those kind of times and that's why it's important to talk about how to deal with emotions in your body like you do a lot, Justin, and like that. And recognizing what's my uniqueness because I cannot 
to find my soul and my gifts and to attract the soul family like that it's it's really needs to come from inside of me me and only i cannot find it from the way i grew up or you know what titles i have ti um, what 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 work i have or the, the structures of the society it's yeah that's absolutely right i'm so happy you said that because most people believe that they are what they are external from them like their belief yes. systems they show up as a religion they show up as a title a job title i am a doctor i am a lawyer i am a janitor and they yeah. forget that none of that actually matters it's just mm. a, a distraction from mm. focusing on who they truly are inside yes and exactly. I agree. People will say to me, you know, like, how do you put yourself out so authentic? Well, it's mm. exactly like Ada said, I live and breathe from what's inside of me. So it comes from my heart. So I am my trauma. I am my darkness. I am my light. I am all that has held me back, but I am all the success that I create in my life. So mm. when I step out into the world, I am me. I'm just me. I don't yes. hide from any of it because it's like, it's part of my journey and it's part of my experience. And one of the most powerful tools I possess is the, the ability to not judge myself. So because yeah. I don't judge myself, it doesn't matter if anyone else judges me because I have made a relationship with myself. Yes. So yes. I know that I don't need to be accepted by everybody because mm. the community of individuals that align with the same frequency as me, I will know that they're the right people for me because I've processed the things the traumas, the difficulties, the lessons in my life that mm -hmm. help me back to show me what can move me forward. Mm -hmm. And that's a really, really powerful gift because you can do that at any given point in your life. You just have to make a decision that you're going to step out your true authentic self and not give a shit what anyone thinks about you. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's, a power. it's an absolute power to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I, I'm, I think that some people who, I really feel like the more and more I've been working with this, you know, these inner states in um, these really deep, deep states in when I, when I consciously uh, travel into deep states of relaxation, that's the space when I can connect with my true essence. And that's something I always has a guideline for anything I do. Um, and that's like, that's like my own home. Um, but it's, it requires that we have that willingness also. Yeah. And, but the more I've been doing that, um, the more I've been feeling actually how my nervous system has changed and I don't feel like I can stress anymore like before. And it's really interesting. It's kind of like also those, I'm realizing more and more how I chose my parents in this life. I chose, my soul chose to come here to this human life for these experiences with all the difficulties I grew up with, um, all the abuse and, um, you know, all that. Um, but now when I live more from inside my body and trusting that awareness, it's also training my body somehow. So that's why I feel it has changed and shifted so much somehow. And this is connected to the quantum field. I don't know, but that's another topic to go into that. But 
you know, we, we exist in multidimensional planes, but we only see this physical existence. But when we tap into that, it's a training to go into very deep, deep states of relaxation. And that's where everything starts from. And from there, when you, the more you start to consciously relax deeper and deeper, and you're more aware of your body, uh, and really accept fully what, what you are experiencing in your body and feeling all the emotions and not having a resistance to it, just letting go and allow it. The more we do that, we create this kind of a space and the nervous system really changes. So now when I show up in the world and I do this and that, I kind of, my, my, my nervous system doesn't want me to, to stress like before. <laughs> of course, I'm not perfect. Um, I also have my learning processes and I'm not always in an aligned state because we are humans, but it somehow, it, yeah, it, it has really shifted so much in me um, that I have realized that the gifts that I have with singing, like channeling, oh, do you have a cat? Oh. She just jumped up on me. Sorry. So sweet. <laughs> I was trying to keep her down, and then she's like, "No, man." She wants like, to be fast. <laughs> this is my sorry. This is my autumn. She is the light within the darkness. Even my cat is black and white. Which oh, is really nice. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry black and white. I was just gonna say, just more short. Um, yeah, I, I'm going all over the place when I start to say something. But what I was no. gonna say is that when I, the way I grew up with all the difficulties I, right now looking back now my, when i'm trusting this sensitivity i have uh knowing that okay before it was more a trauma so i was so sensitive to others feelings emotions thoughts like i didn't know sometimes when you're um, an empath or uh, extra sensitive like i didn't sometimes know what is my what are my feelings and what are others what's my energy what are others' energies and, you know, being intertwined. But now it's like when I have done these deeper and deeper spaces inside myself, we really have to take sometimes break from all this busyness and really, really go within sometimes. It's so healthy because this changed me so much. Now it's more like I more operate from inside my body and I, I feel my I, I can know my worth. So I see the lessons from before, the way I grew up with the traumas, with those sensitivities actually is the gift. So the traumas are actually our gifts. But until we know how to live with them with our as our gifts, they will be our challenges. Yeah, so beautiful, man. Very, very well put. And yeah. I think it's really important for people to understand Again, we are human beings. I mean, my challenges in my life were overcoming an inability to communicate about how I felt. What mm -hmm. happened with me is it led me to a 23-year drug addiction because I didn't have the tools and the education to talk about how I feel. Mm -hmm. Ada had her own traumas in her own life. We all have trauma. And the beautiful part about trauma is just like you said, it is a gift. It is mm -hmm. there to teach us. Whether it's there's no, there's no comparison in trauma because whatever's traumatic for you as a human being is traumatic because for some it's abandonment, for some it's neglect. For me, yeah. it was just an inability to communicate about how I felt. I was storing emotions and mm -hmm. I didn't know how to talk to them. It was trauma. It, it just, it just built up to this thing where I was so filled with energy that I couldn't process and I couldn't let go that it broke me down. Mm -hmm. So 
wherever you are along your journey, just know that whatever happened, whether it was a mother who was controlling, a father who left, or vice versa, those happened for you. For a reason. That's right. And if you're willing to accept it and see the gift, see the lesson within it, get out of the emotional repetitive cycle that it has you stuck in because now it's become education to make you better, to make you stronger. Now you can start practicing what Ada talks about and going into these deep states of relaxation because you've alleviated yourself from blame and victim mentality. Mm. You've alleviated yourself from the stored energy of the unprocessed emotion. You've transmuted it. It's mm. turned into something beautiful, which has made room for something new. So mm. now energy is able to flow in through the crown again and then release through the root mm. chakra. I mean, this is real. Humans are conduits for energy. But if we have unprocessed emotions, picture the crown as the tip of the waterfall where the energy all flows in. And there's seven chakras laid in in an alignment between the body. And if unprocessed emotions are like sticks in mud and the energy comes down to flow in through the crown but gets blocked along the way from all the unprocessed traumas, well, mm. then the energy doesn't flow properly and it breaks the body down and it holds the human back because we don't have the transmutation that we are looking for, that we desire, that we we need in our life. Mm. But we've got to be looking at what we can do to alleviate that, to have the energy flow in because we are the creators of our own reality. Mm. If you allow somebody else to shape your reality, trust me, they'll hold you back mm -hmm. and they won't allow you to grow. So Ada and I are human beings, a part of the human race. We are not special. We are not unique. Like Ada said, we had a willingness to break free from what exactly. held us back. That's all. That's all. That's that it. was. That, that's always been the key for me. It's amazing because I tell you, we are so programmed into believing uh, that that there is, um, you know, everything happens for no reason. You know, everything is a coincidence, yeah. and we think that we don't have no power of our own you know, to shift the reality. And I understand that it's difficult because we grew up, grew up, maybe we grew up in ways that, you know, program us to, to believe that in, in all this dysfunctional, um, you know, relationships and stuff. But when we try to train and train and train and really distance, sometimes we need to also distance from our, you know, family and loved ones from our past because they, they are part of, um, us, they shape our reality because it's something from outside of us. But is it really who you are? Because who you really are doesn't come from other people. It can yeah. only come from cre you creating it yourself and living it yourself. So, yeah, I was really thankful for Corona when it came because that somehow um, is not nice. I mean, of course not, uh, but it was kind of a shocking the world and, you know, putting people in this forcing people to go more within somehow and i think um yeah I, but also like not only connecting deep within me and that's my my own inner work but the things outside of us this outside of me that catalyzes these traumas in me it's it's up to me how i deal with the, my emotions and and energies and how to work with them myself uh, but the, what we experience with other people might bring up that. So it's kind of like, for example, relationship, intimate relationships are like, that's the what, what I'm most grateful for in my life, no matter how, you know, um, 
galactic my gifts i associate them being as you know sure. channeling this whatever sure. overtones and i really feel this vibrational uh, energies when i channel these sounds and like that is really flowing and cleansing and relaxing and all that but what really triggered this a lot for this to happen for me to do this inner work was definitely most of all intimate relationships because those bring up the stuff in us that we haven't processed because it's like a mirror to us because that's what we fall in love because we see us in we see ourselves in that person and yeah and then but then it's also bringing up what is not our true essence somehow so yeah i really- I, I think it's important to just touch on the fact that people always are looking for a place to start you know and in this journey people will say to me like you know, I don't have a support system. I don't have a family to help me along this journey. Well, I can tell you everybody who processes trauma and goes through these emotional understandings, they do it on their own. Because if we had a support system from our family, we wouldn't be seeking an avenue to figure out how to process traumas. Our family wasn't able to teach us what we needed to know. So this journey is very personal. Yes, and I'm so grateful for for being such a, a black sheep in my family. Like that's why I I walked my own way. And but really, what you said before, I think this about uh, really having the willingness. It's been the key for me. It's amazing. Like so many times in my life, when I was in situations of despair, losing everything I had, you know, totally like not being able to do anything, and also on this unexplainable traumas or energies coming up in my body like not not being able to almost bear it and live with it all i could do in those situations uh, because there was no other way i mean i cannot just what kind of i couldn't go on like normally i cannot just because life is not for in our hands but it is it is up to us how we deal with what comes up in us but the only thing i could do was to surrender every time surrender i surrender i surrender and i allow what's coming through and i surrender and it's been amazing because life has shown to me give it has given me these rewards it's like it's like magic i don't know how it works but all i know is i surrender because when we hold on to something like these attachments we don't want to feel what's coming up or we want life to to go in a certain way so much but the more it's resisting the flow. So for me, the key has always been surrendering. (laughs) It's amazing. That's that's a beautiful thing to talk about because humans spend so much time and energy trying to control things that are completely out of their control. They Mm -hmm. want to control situations or outcomes or people's feelings or people's actions when it's totally out of your control to Mm -hmm. dictate what another human being is going to do. Or if you're the person that's in control of another human being, well, then think about how much time and energy you're focusing on controlling humans outside of yourself. How much Mm -hmm. attention is actually given to yourself is why you're not being able to alleviate yourself from your traumas. Because again, it's just a distraction to put your attention elsewhere. Mm And that's really important to understand that that's, you know, something that you can control is yourself, these choices that you make in your life. That's and the only thing you can do to, to how to be with yourself. Yes. <laughs> absolutely true. Yeah. And this is, this is where it begins. That's, that's one of the most beautiful parts of the journey is to understand like you are your own human 
and that mm. you have the power to choose your reality and surrendering. Like, I think this is a really, really important thing to talk about in my life with all of the addiction and all of the trauma and all of the inability to communicate about how I felt the spiritual awakening that happened for me, which was very real. I mean, it, it was a real thing, but it's not something that anyone can't obtain. I've mm -hmm. talked about this in the previous podcast episodes, my whole journey, how I've evolved into the human that I am today with the simplistic philosophies that I live by. It all happened because I surrendered my, my life to love. Yes. That's where it all began. I feel like it's important for me to say I surrendered my love to Jesus, but I want to be very clear that that is no direct relationship with religion. Yeah, you're not it, religious. Yeah. Not at all. It, it's spirituality is a personal understanding of you and what you believe is God, consciousness, the source. Mm. So that surrender that day in, in jail for me, when I surrendered my love to Jesus, was a key. And in that moment, my entire body started vibrating to a point where I thought I was floating, but I wasn't. It was just a high intensity wave of love and peace like I've never understood before in my life, but I did understand in that moment. And I believe it happened for two reasons. One, I asked for it into my life. I surrendered my life to love. So it hurt me. And because I asked for it, it's the universe, the consciousness is constantly listening for us to be at that point in our life that it can come in and remind us of who we are and give us back our power because mm. it's always been inside of us. It's just whether or not we want to tap into it again. And the second thing was the intention that I put into the words. And mm. what I mean about intention is being at a certain point along my journey when enough was enough. And I'd really found that state of consciousness, that state of being, even though I was in my darkest hour in a jail cell, 23 year drug addict, homeless, fentanyl addict, you know, using a needle for 16 years. I mean, we're the, the darkest of dark became my light. Yes. I, I'd yeah. found it. I'd found that place and, and I'd asked for it. Exactly. It's really in the darkest moments for me also. And I, I really, I'm really amazed by your journey, just Justin. And it's so incredible because I, I also feel that we all have our own unique journeys. And, and so we really, are designed to be who we are in this life thanks to our difficulties in our past and how we overcame them but it's it's and it's it's exactly uniquely um our unique journey so we cannot compare them to anyone else but it's exactly those darkest moments that when i have surrendered which has given me more than anything else it's amazing like this yeah i also had this experience like when corona came before that i was working with uh, my own business and um, that time I was a yoga, yo um, a yoga teacher and hosting entertainment and stuff and I was like yeah I'm doing everything I love and oh, I, I thought I am this because I was still somehow you know labeling these things I am a yoga teacher I am a entertainment host so whatever <laughs> so, and then but then when Corona came, I just lost everything and I lost my apartment and I have debts and I didn't know what to do. So I went, um, you know, to my childhood place and all I could do was to sit in nature, surrender, just sit there and surrender. And that's in that pain, also losing a relationship and, you know, everything pretty much. So when I sat with that pain, I, I just made a decision. 
I don't know what's going to happen in my life. I don't know how I'm going to go through this. I don't know how I'm going to pick myself up from this. All I know is I am in this now. So I had to accept what I feel and let myself, uh, let, let it through me, allow it through me and surrender. And that experience with all that pain, that pain itself with not running away from that pain, but really sitting with it, really feeling it, really accepting it, letting go, allow it to come through me. That's when I started having this, you know, Kundalini explosion of energy. I don't know how to <laughs> describe it because we yeah. all have how it in our unique ways, but you know, you can say call it cosmic orgasm. I don't know what, <laughs> but sure. it's not like that. It's that just should like attract people to find it. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Everyone has, it's not like that. It's nothing to do with sexuality. It's just explosion of energy. I tell you, like being like this from the heart and just feeling this oneness with everything. It's just amazing. So then I realized, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Like, I just love the way you said that oneness with everything. It's like, <laughs> I think uh, just something you hit on there that I wanted to talk about because people often that are listening to this, they're looking for the steps. They're looking for the tools to apply in their mm. own life so they can associate with how their journey can relate to ours. And then they can experience some of the cosmic orgasms that we have experienced. <laughs> that was what hilarious. Call it? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the words are just words. We are here for the experience. And yeah, trust that's the experience, it. Not the words. We need to trust ourselves in our own journey. So to achieve, one of the ways to achieve the cosmic orgasm is to alleviate yourself of the traumatic energy that is stored in you. And a beautiful place to do that, this is a this is so, nothing costs money. It's all free. Mm-hmm. Going into nature personally, this is this is a personal journey. You go in with yourself, take your shoes off if it's spring or summertime. It's winter where Ada and I are right now. So just conscious of things. But even a walk out in nature in the winter is so beautiful. The air is crisp. It's it's so powerful. And something that I do is I asked the earth, because it is energy as well, and it's listening to us because vibrational frequencies that come out of us are then put out into the world and picked up by other frequencies in and around us, which the world is emitting a vibrational frequency. So I ask the earth to hold the energy that does not serve me. And I repeat that as I walk. And I put that on my focus. So that's my intention is to release the energy from me and allow the earth to take that from me. And you know what? For me, it works. It's so powerful to see what the earth can do for us. I mean, the relationship that we have as as organic beings, I mean, we're made up of organic material, right? This physical understanding of what we see with our eyes, we come from the earth. That's why when we pass, we go back to the earth to become organic again and integrate with what is already here. So it's important for people to understand, like you have that power to transmute these emotions and these energies. You've just Mm got to know where to put it. If you're trying to do that sitting in front of TikTok or Netflix, well, you know, there's a reason why it's not getting done. You Mm -hmm. have to do something different in your life and try new things and really put an intention into what you're doing. And all that means is believe what you're trying to do, believe in yourself and believe in the abilities that you have as a Mm. human being. And it's okay to stop doing whatever you're doing for even, I mean, how God knows how long some people need maybe just a few months, or maybe you can combine it with your work, whatever you're doing in your daily life. But some people like me, 
I, I needed to stop. I had like a two years retreat. It felt like, you know, just living in nature by mm. myself. And yeah. that was where everything shifted. And, and like, I, di I didn't know sometimes what was happening to me, you know, these things like, I don't know, the whole body shaking and, um, uh, things just moving through me, um, to be released and, um, yeah, for, for me personally, um, to, to figure out this was to go into um, these soul journeys in these deep states of trance, um, these deep states of relaxation. But that was my journey. Um, it doesn't have to be everyone's. I think even just going into nature, but t take a break from, from all this busyness, you know, in whatever, however long time you need it. You know, really, I also remember I, I said to a friend or... I don't know him so well. It's just from work. Um, but I, I said one time when we were walking, walking the nature with me, him and another person. And I was like, oh, I just love nature so much. You know, I just I, I uh, fill up my own batteries when I go to nature. I lie down. It's just amazing because I can feel the energies from the green energies you know, from the plants and how it's like, mm, you know, filling up my whole body with energy because it's, I'm putting my mind into it because the mind has so much more power than what we are taught. But when I said this, it was like, you're crazy. <laughs> it's, like, ah, it's true. This is my experience. But what can I do? And it's not everyone's experience. <laughs> but I think it's important. Like when I moved to the country, I was immediately thrown back into the childhood that I grew up in, in the country, having to cut firewood, having to gather firewood, having to take care of the animals on the farm and trim the trees and become one with nature again and appreciate where I come from. Mm -hmm. So that's also some people feel like they don't have a choice to get out of the city. I mean, to think that you've got to stay in the city to become a belief system of a title or, you know, a destination of retirement, like, come on, like it's that way of life is old. Like it's just, it's, it's just holding you back from becoming your true authentic self and the power that you can possess. Like we're so much mm. more than money. Like, mm. I mean, I don't have much money in my bank account, but I don't need much. You know, I, I figured out a way to like, just really value things differently. I don't value the paycheck. I value the experience. Mm. Mm, just the energy. I think also, you know, my feeling or my experience, how I can trust that I'm living from my soul is that I trust that when something comes to me that requires me to shift something, that then, then I trust that. It's like our subconsciousness lives through our body. It talks through our body all the time. And sometimes when we think that we are just, you know, oh, I want to do this. I go and do this. I focus on this and I do it. And yay, no, just go for it. Okay, fine. But if your soul comes and, and, and creates something in your life that breaks down that, then um, it just means you're ready to uh, shift into the next version of you. It's nothing bad. It's just... It, this is my experience, what I feel at least. And I know that, okay, I need, it's better than fighting this. I just feel more bad if I fight it. Just, okay, let go, let go and surrender. Go within and feel what's coming up because this is talking. Our body is alive. It's really, our soul is living through this body. 
all the time. So if it's constant movement, sometimes we can go on a certain thing in our life because we have certain things to learn from it. But sometimes it can come and everything just breaks down or maybe you get sick or whatever. If you go on and on and on and on, your body will tell you and it's enough. <laughs> also, I feel like the universe speaks to us. A lot of people get really frustrated and they put themselves in a lower vibrational state when the things they want, they don't get because the universe is trying to teach you that the thing that you want may not be the thing that you need. So if you don't get the job in the company or the position in the company, there's a reason for it. There is no such thing as coincidence. Everything is synchronized. So rather than fall into the emotional, traumatic, repetitive cycle of, of feeling these negative low vibrations, not to say that emotions aren't valid because they are, they absolutely are. They're there to teach you something, but break mm -hmm. free from it very quickly by seeing like, okay, I didn't get that job for a reason, you know, and mm -hmm. then keep your eyes open for the next opportunity. You know, the same can be happen with apartments or relationships. Like you might have avoided a disaster by not getting the thing that you wanted because the universe yeah. knew it wasn't the lesson that you needed to learn. So there's yeah. so much beauty in both aspects of life. And I believe that's what spirituality is, is to understand and see the beauty in everything, the unconditional mm. love that exists in the experience through mm. everything. To experience, yeah, I, I'm so amazed by you. Uh, what you said about your story with Jesus, because like, I, I'm also not religious. I didn't even, I'm not even baptized. So I don't know anything about Christianity Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. or whatever religions. Yeah. I study a lot of Buddhism, Buddhism and lived in Tibetan uh, temples in Himalayas a lot because it just felt like this is something practical for me. But, sure. that, but anyway, what you said about Jesus really touches me. And um, because for me, how I see it, uh, because now I don't know. I know this is it sounds a little bit like off the topic, but it's to do with all of this surrendering, I feel. Because for me, um, when I look at what he symbolizes is an energy, uh, what I feel is an energy of, you know, forgiveness, um, of trusting. Because he died, if you look at how he died, he died on the cross, surrendering to the highest good even though he would die he still surrendered and trusted that there's a reason for this still even though he would die he still had so much faith and that's what i think he symbolizes so it's like that energy that consciousness that you embodied and that's the unconditional love it's the christ consciousness i've, I've later come to learn about what that is and it's actually mm -hmm just um an oil that's secreted within the body because the human body is the greatest computer on the planet like mm. don't let anybody think that you don't have any powers because the reason that there is such an agenda to inject fear into everyday society it's because it limits you it, it holds you mm. back from understanding your true potential and it puts you in a fear state of being so whether you're watching the news, of course, it's it's a constant delivery of things that aren't helpful or good for you or positive at all. So you take that pattern of thinking and you put that into the world. But the mm -hmm. Christ consciousness allows you to find the beauty in everything. And you're right. I'm, I'm happy you touched on the death part because death to me is such a beautiful aspect of life. So when my time mm -hmm. comes, whether it's this afternoon or whether it's in 60 years, I'm living life to my fullest potential, just with the utmost love, like the authentic, yes. unconditional love for myself, 
for others that if it ends tomorrow on my, my last breath, I will say thank you for the experience. And if I'm with my wife, I would look at her and say, thank you for being here with me because I'd be grateful in the last moments of my life. I would have no, I would have no regrets because that's what means to have a heart as light as a feather. And that's what Egypt used to teach because Egypt was teaching these, these concepts, these Mm. philosophies, because they were educating a higher consciousness of humans. Atlantis, same thing. These times in life were very real Mm. and we're not taught about them because there was an immense amount of power in the relationship between a collective of humans And if you look at the agenda and narratives of today, we're constantly divided by the way we look, by the way we talk, by the invisible lines that have been created along planet Earth. Like there's no such thing as countries. We all live on planet Earth, but we've been led to believe that Ada is from Switzerland and I am from Canada. So we are different. We are not. Yeah. None of it's none of it's true. And yeah. when you start to break down these these concepts, these limited belief systems, you can start to see yourself for who you truly are. Mm. And that's why I try to teach that everything that matters comes from within. But yes, exactly. I can only guide an individual. I can't save anyone. I can't change anyone. No. Everyone has to do the work. And that's the same with the work that Ada does. But this is where we find value. Mm. Yeah, this Atlantis are just, it's like coming home to me because, but it, it's not like, I, I know we don't see that in this time. Now we are living in a different time, but who we are on a soul level, uh, you know, our gifts, uh, it's really like working with this quantum field in these inner states, in the soul journeys that I call it. Um, it's really interesting because I'm getting to know more and more and more and seeing more and more how we are all unique. It's amazing. Our soul is unique. Like the, it's it's amazing. Our soul blueprint is a unique expression of source consciousness. And the more we get to know that, like we said before, it doesn't come from any people that we know in our life or the society. What we do, we have to get to know this true experience. Yeah. And that's why I never read anything about Atlantis because I decided or listened to any talks about it because I wanted to. I, I knew I had an interest in it, in it, but I really wanted to experience everything, not to listen to it. And I felt like if I'm supposed to experience Atlantis, that felt like speaks to me for some reason, I would trust that I will experience that. And these states, when, when I've been going there in my memories, because we lived in such, such high, we were so evolved as a society. It's amazing. So much evolved than, than this time. And we knew how to live energetic energetically from energy inside of our body so we knew how to manifest and trust the the source from within us so much and it was all about surrendering uh, in my my memories and then experiencing that memory in these deep states of relaxation because you kind of you have a disability if you train yourself you can go into such deep states of relaxation where you reach um, theta states of awareness of consciousness where you kind of shut down the activity in your subconsciousness in your body so it's kind of like you're you're relaxing consciously such a deep state of relaxation so all that is left there is clarity is your higher self and your higher self is that part of you that always knows that you can access through meditation or whatever um, breathing, relaxing, all of that is always an invitation 
to that. And that higher self always is a part of you that always knows what's for your highest good. And it knows you. And this memory, it's amazing because we have a cellular memory in our body. It's always alive in us. And because there is no time, there is no future and past and now, but we can still travel into a memory in a past life like this, like I did in Atlantis, um, which, but it, it exists now. So I'm all, I am that, that I was in past lives too, but I have to, I had to go there in that memory to activate myself, how it felt like being that body in that body, in that life. And that shifted so much in my cellular memory in this life, in my body. So that's why I liberated so much of these blockages in my body and traumas and all that. And, and, and it's all awareness it right now. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I want to speak to what you do um, because it's so much to talk about. I guess. <laughs> but I'm going to just talk about my own personal experience because I, I think that I, I can, I can translate this the best way through what I went through, what I felt. Okay. One of the most magical things that has ever happened to me was, was to come into this crystal sound healing journey. And, and mm -hmm. I, I mean, we're I'm just authentic, man. Like I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say this cause that is here, but like I, when I, when I did this without it and 12 other individuals changed my life and what we're talking about when, when she describes dropping into a theta conscious state is a vibrational frequency. You you come out of your mind and you kind of go into your heart. And for many people, they feel like their mind moves so quickly that this kind of thing won't work for them. But again, all of this begins with surrendering. Mm -hmm. So even when I was a part of the crystal sound healing journey with Ada and the other individuals, I didn't know what to expect. So I went into it just with an open mind and an open heart and Ada's voice, the sounds that she's able to cultivate are from another time immediately they take you back to a remembering of some other time on the planet. And I believe this can happen for everyone because it's so authentic. So that's a big thing. Like, you know, real talk for an unreal world. I bring people on that are going to help you become more authentic because of their authenticity. Mm. So dropping into this sound healing was so beautiful because there's really nothing that's demanded of you other than to just be in your own space. It was done remotely and her and Taka, Taka is a, oh no, Taka wasn't involved in that. But No, not in that one, but he's doing music together with me, like recording music and, you know, in that YouTube channel we have. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we'll talk about Taka after. Yeah. Uh, but it was just Ada and her voice. Yeah, it was just your voice. And it was like native. That's how I can describe it. It was native. It was authentic. It was beautiful. And it, and it told a story. So that's what happened with me. I just dropped in, but I dropped in and then Ada guides you uh, like a guided meditation, but the voice takes you on the journey to get into the guided meditation. We were, we were led to find a cave along our journey and everything for me was very, very visual. I was able to see the cave. We were navigated towards a, a crystal bed. The way Ada was describing it, I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be like you know, chunks of amethyst and ruby, and this thing's going to be amazing. But I walked into my cave and it was just a slab of rock. But <laughs> I realized that that was my amethyst and that was my diamond was that slab. So she says, get in the comfortable crystal bed, you know, like really like she's, she's guiding you to feel this, this integration of this 
this this other time, this past life, we'll call it. It's all about feeding, yes. That's right. There was, it's all about an integration of the soul. That's really what's going on here. So when I got to my rock or my bed, I just collapsed over my rock. Like that that was just what was demanded of me. Everyone's journey is so unique. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I and and it's all personal. Everyone's journeys are different. But when I collapsed over my rock, my hand was like over one side, like literally just like fell over top and my head was hanging down. But I was at peace. I was cool with it. I was like, all right, this is this is I'm comfortable because she's describing this level of comfort that you're feeling. And I was, I was good. And out of the left corner of the cave, this huge man came out. I mean, he was this, this dude was big, wide, like a, like a, oh, yeah. like a triangle body. You know what I mean? And he had uh, brown fur over his back, clasped like with a, a leather um, uh, tie or something like that. Big man, muscular, very muscular. Come from a different time. And I mm-hmm. looked up at him, and he had my face. So he knew I knew it was me. It was a handsome fella. And I'm not I'm not saying that for me right here in this life, but that man was a handsome man, you know, big though, strong. Like I could yeah. feel his presence. I could feel the energy. It was incredible to see myself, but in this other body, you know, and, and it was it was really magical. It was really, nice. really cool. And he walked out to me and he looked at me and I looked at him and he said, I just want to thank you for carrying the weight this far. And I just was like. Like what? Like wow! It's just amazing, Justin. It it was it was beautiful, man. It was so beautiful, and and I said no problem, you know. And he was really genuine with me, right? So then we, I I got up from the at his guiding, you know, we get up from the crystal bed. I get up from the rock, and I'm looking at this guy, and we came together, like we 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 just like he came over to me, and we became one. So when that happened, like this is this is where it gets interesting is my consciousness was now inside of this man. So I am seeing through the eyes of this man, but I am me in this time, mm-hmm. but inside of that man. So mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm looking at my body. I'm looking at everything. I'm like, what, like, what, like, is this for, and, and I'm conscious. I'm like, is this real? Like, is this, is this happening? Ada continues to guide us. We leave the cave and she leads us to a temple. She says, find your temple. There's a temple, you you know, and she allows you to create your reality. Like this is all for you. She's just giving you the the placement of where you're heading. Your unique inner temple. Yes, that's correct. So I, I go and I'm outside and I'm still like processing this integration. I'm like, holy man, like me and this guy are one, like I'm this guy, like, what is this? And I, and I mean it, I'm, I'm in deep. So then we go to this temple and I, I see a, a pyramid um, exposes itself. So mm-hmm. me and this guy, we see the temple and I got I got to lean up against the temple. I, I sit down my back against the temple, the pyramid. And I'm like, holy shit, like this is real. Like, I mean, like I'm, I'm seeing through this guy. I can hear Ada. I can see everything that's going on. But this, me and this guy are Experiencing one. it. Yeah. Exactly. So we're sitting outside the temple and we're like having this moment together. And like, and now I'm like, okay, wow. Like, okay, now I get it. Now I've integrated my consciousness with the man. We, I was able to process what was happening. So I was like leading individuals up the steps. So I'm like, okay, I better, you know, get going to my steps here. So I, I come around the temple. Oh, sorry. So when I was leaning up against the pyramid, I was like half the size of the pyramid. So I was a really, like, I could feel my, I think it was just there to show me my strength. Like mm-hmm. my visual size, because I guess my journey in this life was so traumatic and I felt so depleted, even though I'd overcome my trauma, this man was here to show me strength and, and show me powerful who, energy. 
Yeah, sure, exactly. It was all energy. Show me who I was, you know, in another life. So we go up the steps to the temple and I'm, you know, she's describing the temple, like, you know, to enjoy the beauty of it and to take it in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I got a stone pyramid temple. All right. So we go up into the steps and she says, you know, walk inside and you can see these things. And I'm like, I got no lights in my temple. Like, and I'm looking around for the light. I'm like, okay, well, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how everyone else is seeing. Like I got no lights. My temple's black. So I was like, okay, cool. So I, I go in the middle and I just sit down. Something just called me to sit down in the middle of the temple. I cross my legs, but I'm the big man, but I'm conscious. So we're sitting there cool in the dark and together. And I thought, okay, well, I'm in my temple. And all of a sudden a glass orb, there's just like a glass ball comes from the top, from above me, from, from just above me. And I, I look up, I see it. I'm like, oh, there's the lights. Cool. Okay. Now I can see what's going on in here. And as the the orb comes down, it was filled with a fire. There was just a, a beautiful fire, just, just flame inside of this mm -hmm. glass orb. So I grabbed it. It just came to me. So I grabbed it and I looked at it and I just immediately was just uh, compelled to put it inside of my heart. So I took mm -hmm. the orb and I put it inside of the man's heart, my, the, the, the gentleman's heart, us. Yes. And I thought, wow, like, you know, the sacred heart, the, the, the flame, the, the, the beautiful, everything. After that moment, I sat there and I was just, this is so beautiful. And then Ada continued into the end of the ceremony of the song. And immediately I was in another place. I was sitting in rows uh, of humans. There was a bunch of rows of people, but now I was in the time of where this man was from, but I was myself. I was my conscious self. And I'm looking around and I'm like, wow, there's all these people. We're in a forest. Like, where am I right now? But we, I could hear out his voice and, and something told me, I was like, oh, I always love the end of a ceremony. Like, and I was thinking of the, our past lives, our time from before when we would connect with the voice yeah. and out voice is so beautiful. And it, it, just because it's telling a story with, with, with its delivery. And I was like, wow, I was just enjoying it because I always enjoy the end of a ceremony. It's so beautiful. It's just nice to be there, but I'm kind of looking like, where am I? And I look beside me. And my freaking wife is there. And she, oh I looked at her and I was like, shit. I was like, that's Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Naz is here? I'm like, no way. Now I'm my conscious self, but I'm the big man. The big man's just chilling with his, with his legs crossed, but my mind is going. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I wonder if we're together. And she didn't was, participate in that journey. Right. Yeah. Like, I, but I wanted to know if we were in a relationship immediately. I was like, Oh wow. Like, and then my mind started moving. I was like, should I kiss her? I'm like, you know, and I'm, I'm in the side, the guy like thinking this, I'm like, should I kiss her? Should I grab her hand? Like, how do I get her attention? And, I've, and something came to me and it said, in this time, we do not display affection the same way you do in your time. Mm -hmm. So that put me at peace. It was probably the man's consciousness now that mm -hmm. I think about it. And I was like, okay, cool. But I still wanted to know because she's there and she had this seated necklace around her with this shell in the middle of her forehead, two red lines of paint and one at the bottom with black. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at her, I knew she was strong. I knew that she was like so powerful in the sense that she was the voice of the trees, the water, the animals. She was like earth. You know, she was a, she was a part of this thing. She was a leader for earth. I knew in myself that I was a leader of people. Like I, I was there, somebody that there was no pedestals. 
There was no hierarchy. We all sat together. Just your, your unique soul, your role to play in this planet. Yeah. Exactly. And Ada's voice was coming from the background. So everyone was equal. Everyone in this place was equal. We were all there. We all had a role. I just yes. understood my role as this man. And yes. we, we'd integrated. So I was able to feel that. So we listened. I, I just fell back into the song. I kind of stopped thinking about whether my wife and I were together in this other time. And then as the end of the ceremony uh, came to a close and, and Ada was, was finishing with the song, we kind of both got up and then she like, she just looked me in the eye. Like we just grabbed each other and looked me in the eye. And it was one of those looks that was like, you know, I love you. Like, I'll see you later kind of thing. And it was like, I, in, that, in that moment, I was like, we are together. Like what? Like we, we were together in that life. Yes. And then we, we were here in this life together. But amazing. it taught me so many beautiful things about our relationship because, and, and my relationship with myself, because I know that Naza didn't really want to come back to this life that she's told me that many times. And, and I was later able to realize that she came back to help me again in this life and we found each other. So it, it's, it put, it puts so much beauty into my life and into my relationship because my relationship has been something that's been teaching me for three and a half years. And mm. I've learned very difficult lessons throughout it because I have had a lot of trauma with love in my life and, you know, trusting other humans. So mm. when I went on the sound healing journey with, uh, with Ada, I was able to understand and learn my lesson through trust through mm. my wife and through myself. And I'll tell you like all I way I can describe it was like, it's a poetic experience of like, cause poetry is so beautiful to me where you can, you can share about darkness in such a beautiful way. But when you experience poetry through like crystal sound healing journeys, quantum healings, these kind of avenues, you, you become poetry because you kind of are, you know, like the whole thing is tragic and beautiful at the mm. same time. And then you're shown windows into other lives. Now, this is just my experience and I share it because it was so profound to me. It was a, it was different than like, you know, we're not being taught this in school. And, and I often think what if Ada was to have a community of 10 year olds around mm. her and we had parents bringing children into a sound healing journey and they were able to understand their gifts because children aren't filled with all the limited beliefs and learned behaviors that us as adults are trying to remove layers of, but we've had 30, 40, 50 years on the planet where we've absorbed all of these belief systems. A mm. child is still so pure. So mm -hmm. it would empower the child in a much more powerful way and give mm -hmm. them a wonderful foundation to stand on because they would understand the remembering of so much beauty. Yeah. So that was my experience with the crystal sound healing journey and with Ada. Mm -hmm. And I, I share that because I just, I just would encourage anyone who is seeking to understand something more and they feel limited and they feel like they've got blocks in their life to reach out to her. It's so beautiful your journey, Justin. It's 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 amazing. It's so powerful and it's so clear with so much clarity. I'm just so amazed by you because it's just you know I'm just uh, there with everyone else. I'm just guiding intuitively what comes through me. But it's everyone everyone's unique journey, and it's so amazing. The more and more I've been doing this, the more and more I've been realizing how unique the gifts are. Like you are you for you, it was very real. A very real experience it, it's always real in one way or another but for you it was very very visual yeah. and that means because your specific gifts and abilities that you have are very visual 
So the way you experience them are uh, the experience itself, how you translate the experience through you is your gifts. Those are your gifts. Gifts. Um, yeah. So that's amazing. And it was, it's like you really met your higher self and integrated and got to know your, your soul and, and what's what. And it's always, that's the thing, even though I guide it through, but it's always you and your yeah. higher self showing you what's beneath the scenes of right now in your life. Yeah. And it's important to note like how I forgot it began was we were guided with color, like what we were seeing, like Ada was sharing what she was seeing in the moment. And she was seeing, you know, certain colors, green, blues, gold, I, I saw the same thing. And she's sharing about what these colors can can be. And for other group members I spoke to after they were just within their color, their entire realm, but their frequencies and their bodies were integrating with the colors and, and basically that's just still an integration of self where mine was highly visual your yours will happen for you how it's meant to happen exactly and the golden light like i was basked in golden light before you know we got to the cave mm. and just like just just like i don't know just like a golden light but it was mm. so beautiful to like just be in the light it was like wow this is such a beautiful space and I, there was just so much beauty in just that. Then we were led to the cave. So, you know, and for some other people, they just stay in the light the whole time. Even though Ada was guiding them to the caves and to, to the temples and to all these other things, theirs was just the light within it. So uh, it's mm. important to not go into these kind of things with expectations mm. because she's just allowing you to connect with parts of your soul or your past life mm. that will change the vibrational frequency of you in this present life. And however mm -hmm. that looks is how that looks. And it's all love. It's really interesting, this internet, you know, because many of us, we, I mean, everything that we have in this, this world has a negative side to it, but it can also have a positive side to it, depending how we use, you know, like with the internet, depends on how we use it. The yeah. internet is actually a tool for us to connect in deeper levels through the quantum field to the soul because we are connected even though we meet online through the internet like this through zoom we connect energetically in such a deep space it's amazing it's like magic and <laughs> but yeah. it's it's you connecting with your higher self which is who you which is part the part of you that knows you what's for your highest good when you trust that and go into these states that will shift your life because you're doing it from inside you. So you are like embasked, embasked in this energy of love, this being held, feeling this energy of being supported because it's not, we sometimes we think we are alone here in this life, you know, because maybe we are, it looks like that in the physical plane, but we are actually never alone. We have this other uh, parallel realities or parts of us in other other higher dimensional planes you can call it your spirit guides but they're also part of also part of parts of your gifts your soul your higher self is kind of these parts of you of that unconditional love that you can really heal stuff with from such deep sp spaces and and create more space in your life and and create this that's what we talked in the beginning of this this is how i feel like i at least when i did this more and more i create this new reality for myself from trusting myself my energy to be able to choose my truth more and more no matter what in this yeah
Yeah, and these these are realities for people to be able to uh, associate with and to be able to try, you know, experience in your life. Like you don't have to go on autopilot and do repeat the same things over and over. When you start mm -hmm. venturing into things like this, you open yourself up to new perspectives, which changes the way you think and the way you feel because you're in a community of individuals where they're thinking and feeling differently. So, because they found something so often you just go into these things and you observe, you know, just, just, if you just present and you, you've taken the step to try something new, observe, observe and be present for yourself. And if your mind's moving a million miles a minute, that's okay. Just observe that your mind is moving a million miles a minute. It's okay. I just want to say thank you, Ada, thank for you. a beautiful conversation and just being here at the same time and being able to share your wonderful gifts like ada has a corporate job like where she kind of corporate job which is just totally hilarious to both it's of us so because... funny. <laughs> it's like sometimes it feels like playing theater because i don't see myself doing business consultation you know work but uh you know i got into it because they saw i i think the bosses there they just saw something in me they just felt some kind of i don't know presence in me they just liked me they were like Let's try with her. If she seemed like uh, I don't know what's going on, but it was mainly because of the language skills that they needed from me, uh, from sp Swedish language and and um, Finnish language that I speak. But but when I started it, it's it's so funny. I, I mean, I don't have attachment to this or any labels. I just like it's so funny to have all these experiences in this human life and seeing more and more how being you, being your authentic you. It's really all that matters and that's what's shifting stuff and you don't always need to have all this intellectual stuff and education and stuff like yeah well, you need to know something in the society in order to function here but the, all that matters in the end is your presence and that, that just other people feel what you feel about yourself yeah it's being able to be authentic like even with myself i run a construction company we're like i'm this way even in construction like i speak the way i speak i try to bring in awareness to everyone and like i'm integrating this within construction uh, a place that's highly derived around profit you know and and uh capitalization on whatever they can capitalize on so when you interject your authenticity because you're you're becoming somebody new or you've integrated with who you want to be it gets put into everything you do so you're no longer a, a secretary or you know a teacher you're more so a human that's there to share their feelings and their emotions and their energy with other humans however yes. you do that so it's good for me to be you know in different situations not only do only right. you know, small journeys or only sing and only this crystal sound healing journeys because i like to be also a little bit part of the society you know in these kind of situations because it's kind of like an experiment and also for myself like no matter what other people do in their life and i just me <laughs> i don't know but that's so funny it's just i cannot describe it so well here but yeah it's just funny it's oh, just it's having these experiences just trusting who you are <laughs> Yeah, very well said. How do people find you? Where where can they contact you to get involved on a, a crystal sound healing journey? Like where can they find your social media stuff? Well, here TikTok, this account that you can see here, Ada Andromeda, it's my first name is Ada. Andromeda is my middle name. It's um, uh, my real middle name. So this is the TikTok account. You can see more what I share maybe there or sing. Um, but if you want to contact me for specific journeys, uh, then um, 
I have an email list uh, you can be part of. You can just contact me through uh, TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. Then I can add you into the email list if you if someone wants to join or I can, you know, also I'm really up to meeting spontaneously people for a while on Zoom because it's also good to get to know each other, especially if people want to go to an inner journey to get to know who what their gifts are in an individual soul journey. Then it's good to meet each other uh, to get to know each other because it's really important to, yeah, to know, you know, to have this, um, you know, trust the intuition about each other because it's, it's, I also trust everyone that comes to me is the right person, but. I'm sorry, I was looking on my phone because I was trying to pull up the YouTube account. So because of the way it's it's uh, spelled, because it's it's Swedish with uh, Arantaka, they do this beautiful thing on YouTube that you I can, I use it for my meditations. Uh, it's a way to drop in. It's five, six minutes. You could just put it on in the morning, you know, get comfortable within the sounds, get comfortable within where it's trying to take you. It's it's so beautiful. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing to put on in the morning. If you just lay in there in bed and just allow the sound to take you to another time, the, the mm -hmm. Ada and Taka, Taka plays the instruments and Ada uh, uses the voice. It's so beautiful. And the visuals are, are absolutely wonderful with volcano backgrounds and beautiful parts of the planet. I will put that in the description below. So you'll be able to add as social links in the description below. I'll make it very clear how to find her. Uh, but yes, please uh, navigate to her TikTok and send her a message and create a line of communication. Teach yourself something new. Use the tools that we have readily available within human beings because education systems will just teach you how to be an employee and you're so mm -hmm. much more than an employee. And I hope that this conversation today brought an awareness to you in your life to become something more, take back your power, grow into love and just be your true authentic self and just step out in the world every day with beauty and love in everything you do. So Ada, I appreciate you so much for being here and uh, much love to you, girl. You appreciate you so much for this, Justin. You're you're amazing uh, what you're doing with this. And just, I really appreciate you and it's been so inspira inspirational to have this moment with you today. Thank you, appreciate yeah. you.